Theology. Theology. Unplugged. So we talked about last time, um, Evergreen. What, what is Evergreen again? Evergreen State College. Evergreen State College mm-hmm. in Washington, did you say? Yeah, we mentioned that briefly. Okay, um, we, we talked about it just for a moment, but yeah. that is a, that is an example of the problems that are going on within our culture. And almost, you, you guys mentioned and said, this is what it looks like in the end. Yeah, this if, is a logical entailment. everything sure. that we're, and we're doing this podcast because... Because you guys, and you guys told me this. I mean, I'm trying to catch up all sure. the time to you all sure. with the cultural stuff because I don't keep up as much as you all do. Right. But you guys say, this is going, there, there's big problems. We have to do a podcast over this because it is serious. This is not just something we're just trying to get out there that's interesting, but this is something that our culture is moving toward. And there are theological implications. Obviously, this is theology unplugged and we want to be doing it otherwise. Right. There's, there's, there's implications towards how our faith is being expressed and how it is being attacked. Yeah. And therefore, you said there's this college called Evergreen. And Evergreen, what, 2015? 2017 is when those protests... Yeah. Okay. So this is an example of the... I mean what it can go to whenever it goes to seed as you said yeah now now tell me um how, how, tell me wh- where we need to go next on this then i mean both for our podcast and right. for our culture well, right, right, right. Same thing. well so say for example like in terms of like what we're used to as as christians as evangelists and as apologists is you know i, I mean oftentimes it's encouraged that we find common ground and you mentioned that in the last time are the last podcast and and we we can do that with say for example the old liberals um and in fact we're seeing um a lot of these people of that same mindset that even atheists are coming together with christians um to 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 address this particular issue um because they because people are scared well they're worried especially in academia they're worried because uh, all of these people um that were once um, sort of the guardians are now being under attack because they're, you know, they value reason, they value logic, they they value falsifiability, they value dialectic, they value all these things that you should, you know, in terms of the pursuit of learning. Um, but all of that's under attack. And that's why it's difficult to, to you know, come to, like, to, to say someone who holds these views um, to try to come to them and say, okay, well, how can how can I better understand you? And and then if you if you find something that you disagree with them, um, you can't really even engage them because of all the things that we talked about. You no, know I what I'm saying? At, after, so after last podcast, I looked at my library of books. Yeah. And I thought to myself, these are worthless. No, they're if not. This goes. And no, so, no, no, yeah. no. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. If this is all true, you know, you get in a situation. And this all becomes worthless because all this learning and all this stuff that you have, I mean, even, even in, I mean, I, I'm thinking, okay, Evergreen College, yeah. right? College? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, what's their purpose then? If it's not going to be education through, you know, learning and reason, is it just well, education through experience and learning yeah. and well, empathizing point, with people of the past that have gone I through? Jo- I jokingly told Clint earlier, I think it's just now the goal is to be a CRT think tank. You yeah. know, critical that, race you, you theory. You because you're going to lose race job, aren't you? Well, he's not. I mean, he teaches it more classical and well, more I'm classical. Just yeah. I'm just saying. But, um, but, but I will say, and here's the thing. Um, sorry to Mike Hogg here, but I'm really passionate about this. Uh, it's starting to hit seminaries as well, hmm. you know? Tell me. Um, well, some so- Christians say 
the question we just asked, how can we reach them? How can we find the common ground? Yeah. We're up against a difficult chore, as Carrie says, because, you know, when people will not hear you and will not reason with you and they assume the worst about you from the beginning, you've got an uphill battle right now when, when, you, when you try to do that. So yeah. I, there's a quote from Bonhoeffer. He says, uh, stupidity can be worse than malice yeah. because a man can be malicious, but maybe he'll still listen to you and you persuade him. And there could be conversion. But completely a complete ignoramus who's persuaded that he's right may not listen to you, and he'll end up doing malicious things, not even knowing that they are. So some Christians think that in order to reach across and try to make some inroads, they've got to meet them halfway or start to basically um, Adop- concede to things or adopt their practices. It's kind of like uh, it's kind of like they've got to they they they, they want they want to be a little more. Uh, Chamberlain, a little less Churchill. They're so like, being, let's make some the, concessions. This is being woke, That's right? Great. Yeah, they're they're saying let's let's give a little. So they they will basically appease a little. Okay, okay. Our our society is inherently structurally completely racist all the way through and through. I'm going to agree with you on that. These are Christian leaders. Okay. I agree. The church is rife with racism and full of sins. Okay, so they start doing the mea culpa. They're, they're just. They just want the permission to be heard. Okay, I got I got a great example. Yeah. Remember, I was saying I love to work around examples, and maybe this is something you guys tell me if this is an example or not. Maybe we used this last time because I'm now seeing the marrying between that podcast we did a year ago and mm-hmm. what it is now. Yeah, I mean, it, it's starting to make sense now. This is the next step yep. from what we did before. But um, but you had talked about going to a church and the church asking everybody. I mean, this is this is this, is, a, this is about there. four years. Or you were three, there. three years ago. I was asked in a corporate environment. We were asked to repent of our racism, and everybody was. Yeah, it was like it, a, it, it was you, corporate. If it this was is a, your problem. No, it was a corporate. It was assumed. And so it is you are racist. Everybody repent yep. of it. Yeah, right. Therefore, like it we not. are all being woke, and we are all getting on board. With with this, and that's the, it, the that was still, the, is that's is the, the last time I was something? at that church. Incidentally, well, that's the that, witch that hunt element of it. That's yeah. the McCarthyism of it. You're guilty. Your choices are like 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 the choice of of at Vorms to Luther. Your choices are <laughs> admit your guilt and repent, or we punish you. Yeah, those are your options. And so, and and by the way, this the microcosm of the evergreen thing, which we talked about, played out just like that because. The, the few faculty, again, these were faculty who were extremely liberal people, but the ones who basically, they didn't even come against it and say, and start speaking out. They just put the old timeout sign up and said, uh, pardon me, but can I ask a question? I got reservations. This I'm not so sure this is the right thing. They were put on the spot, and basically they had to do a, a there was the witch trial for them. It was sort of a Remember, remember that there's a scene where they all have to get in the figurative canoe. <laughs> it's a big faculty meeting, yeah, basically, they, which they appropriated, they appropriately from the appropriated Native, Michael's Native American heritage. <laughs> but, but basically, what it was is a visual. It was basically who's with us, and if you don't come and get in the canoe with us, now we all know who you are. We know who's not with us, and if you're not with us, you're definitely against yeah. us. That's and so so now you're on the spot and the and now once that happens the only way you'll ever get back in is you have to really go out of your way to apologize to the whole world 
and do what an auto defe, you know, the old thing they, that during the Inquisition, got to be paraded through town showing what a heretic you are. Shame. 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 That's, not and to that's mention what it ended up coming to. Most of the big thing is once you get on that list, I mean, it doesn't matter. You're not on a list for a particular thing. You're not on a list because you're not teaching right whenever it comes to, you know, a, a certain view in politics or a certain view in philosophy. It's you are on the list and you are discredited across the board. Mm-hmm. Everything, you know, it's yeah. it's until you get across that. Get Make no canoe. mistake. People lose jobs just on, I mean, they just stumble a little and they lose jobs. I'm talking about CEOs have lost jobs. People in media have lost jobs. People in it's Hollywood called, have lost it's jobs. It's called cancel cu- culture. The cancel Is culture. That's the, the buzzword I mean, right now. Probably... There is some of this in Hollywood. If you don't... There, you know, recently a very popular comedian had a special. He dared to make a couple of jokes about, you know, yeah. the whole culture, kind of making a little bit fun of it. They came after him. You, you're not allowed to dissent. Oh, you, you mean know? the gay thing? Whenever he's calling, saying, you know, my son's gay. I was scared. No, that's Kevin Hart. No, okay. no, no. We're he, talking, are you talking did, about Chappelle's? Yeah. Lace Kevin Hart recent. did not got did not get to do the Oscars because of a tweet well, ten no, years ago. No, because he wouldn't yeah. apologize, and he wouldn't go do the mea culpa. He wouldn't stand. You know, it's like it's like Salem. He wouldn't sign the confession that says yeah. I'm a witch. <laughs> you yeah, know, yeah. he wouldn't do it. So it was because he said in this example, he he said, I remember watching it. You know, he said, yeah. I, everybody does something. Everybody has a son, and they're always scared they're going to do something gay. You know, or, yeah. Yeah. or they're going to turn out gay. Well, he tweeted it, and, yeah. and he goes, he well, I saw the years video, ago, there was a video, years ago, of course. There was yeah. a video of it that, that he did this as well, but. But okay, so that is something that's crossing the line because, uh, you know, the implication is obviously he doesn't want his son to be gay right. and it's bad or whatever else. So, but, you know, if he would have done something, I don't know, I think of other examples as I watch that. Well, what if he said, I don't want my son to be a lawyer because they're, they're cheats, you know, it's funny, right? Yeah. And everybody yeah. joins in with those kind of things. But these are things you, once you cross the line, yeah. it is apologize or you're out. And he... He is. I mean, he's in. He's in trouble. He didn't get to do the Oscars, and I did see something that said Hollywood has accepted him again after this. Well, but, but it but, was. <clears throat> but yeah, but the point is, is that that's a good example of how um, devastating it can be. You know, this sort of mindset. Man, comedians it, it, are going to go out of business. Well, they have the, to that's, have they're that, starting. That's soon. a big they're thing. Soon. Yeah, for the for a good ten years now, they've been complaining about college campuses. That's it's why, almost that's like why you the, only got them you know, making fun of. It's, it's like comedians things. in the old, you know, you know, the Soviet Union had comedians. And remember the old 80s co- comedian Yakov, Yakov Smirnoff? Smirnoff. And, and I remember he would talk about, make jokes about how he's like, I make jokes. I have to give to the. He had to give them to the this the ministry of this edit. The, right, this, right, right. This extreme, you know, yeah, like yeah. all this board of editors. Yeah. They have to clean, make sh- every joke. So any joke that's not approved, you know, can't you 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 can't tell it. It doesn't yeah. pass. And and that's what's happening now in that realm. It's interesting. It's like comedians de- had better the, say the right stuff. The decency laws or whatever. What were they called? Yeah, a, it was a, like a, in Hollywood. What a bad thing. I mean, it seems like our freedom is just. Well, see, gone there you go. Here. It's liberty is under attack. So we're we're, and, we're want justice and love, but in order to but get without that, liberty, we believe we have to take. I mean, this is yeah. Because this, look, what what have we we've seen this many times in again, our history, haven't we? Every authority yeah, must submit to this authority. Including, by the way, you talk about freedom. How about something as basic as, I don't know, the First Amendment? Good old First Amendment. There are now those who will say, and I've read it, you know, the First Amendment, I mean, it's a little overrated. I mean, it it's too subject to abuse. Frankly, 
we you know it needs to have limitations because footnotes we shouldn't be the first amendment we cannot let that amendment be the the cover for racists homophobes yeah because it, it, and it, haters it, to violent, spread their filth in fact know? that's another thing you know um speeches speeches speech unless well no unless it's violent speech yeah. and violent speech is anything that it's arbitrary at that point what is violent speech anything that is a microaggression yeah. this game is rigged yeah. This game is rigged. And, the rules aren't fair and for everybody. Again, that's the whole thing of it's just Schaefer called them arbitrary absolutes, and that's, that's what right. we're dealing with. That's right. And and here too, going back to to reason, because that's really what both of these this little two part series is is dedicated to. Um, they are funny enough. Schaefer talks about escaping from reason. Yeah. Um, the title that, of one of his books. Yeah. It's it's impossible to do that. Incidentally, let's just put that on the table. That yeah. even these these people who are trying to say reason itself is is hostile and it's oppressive and it's a construct of the patriarchy. Um, they're still using reason. There's no way humans can avoid that. We're rational yeah, creatures. Silly. And the thing is, like like he's <clears throat> mentioned here, you know, the the old school liberal who are very, very much fond of reason. That's what they they um, stand on, and that's what they often appeal to in science is sort of the, the conduit. It's the mechanism that reason can, you know, right. kind, of, kind of run in. Um, they don't know how to fight this. They, I mean, they try to. They try to appeal to science and say, well, you know, um, you need empirical evidence for your claims, and and they're they're they they're balking at these people not allowing you know their claims like the the what do we call them the the CRT crowd or the post postmodernists yeah. their claims they're insulating themselves from falsifiability. Well, the empiricist that's their language that that's how they that's 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 their vantage point. So they they and so they're they're not able to um, fully comprehend why these people. Are, are are as they are and they they can't really figure out they can put a, a, a finger on it why they can't refute these people yeah because sometimes um, sometimes their response honestly doesn't you know we were talking earlier about what arguments do they make well here's the truth very very often there's simply no argument there's no argument and like with the evergreen thing I looked because as as we always try to do we want to get both sides of the story I looked after watching that documentary I looked and looked and looked for some counterpoint and there I couldn't fact, find there, it there anywhere. are some very kind of disturbing exchanges that are all caught on phone video where the professor that kind of gets on the outs he makes sort of the mistake of trying to reason with a mob and they're all in mob mentality and they've got him surrounded, and they're, and they're yelling at him. And they're saying, you got to go. You're racist. You need to resign. You're terrible. And he's doing this deal where he's trying to be the professor. He's trying to ask them critical questions. And he's saying, listen, you know, and he's trying to talk to them. None of their responses even... There are, almost, there are very few claims even made, let alone arguments where you give... Like, just, just claim. A lot of it is nothing but emoting. You know what a lot of it is? Frankly, F you, you're an effing racist. I yeah. mean, that's... This and so in a, in a sense, I like that. I like that. that this really devolves to childish whatever, nothing. To, to grab a hold of this and put it in some type of form and say, "This is truth by mob mentality." I mean, if, you is. don't have to have the mob with you. It's just as well, long as they're. I is. mean, I, in a one-on-one -on -one situation, you're not with the mob, but it's mob mentality. It, it is. Already. Well, it you're, is, and it's again that's you're that, true because the mob and is and true. that that gets down to this sort of these, you know, sort of epistemic issues. Um, and how we can, or, you know, truth claims and how we can arrive at truth. What we're dealing with here 
is in their in their case, the students' case, let's say, uh, they're collectivist, right, and perspectivalist, yeah. yeah. and 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 all of that, you know. Well, this makes it easier and, to go to school. I mean, and and it, well, but, yeah, because whatever you 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 basically get to make the curriculum, and if you don't like what's assigned to you, you say that's an old dead white guy that's oppressive to me. Yeah. And by the way, as part of that thing at Evergreen, guess what? When they started making demands, and they got all the faculty and the and the president and everyone to sit in a room and listen to them. Guess what? Naturally, they started saying, "You guys are giving us too much homework. We yeah. demand less." And, uh, they were literally did, did asking they for, literally for came more. From the students, they were, yeah, yeah, yeah. They were the asking for for free food, and it's like it was crazy. What are you gonna say? Because it, it's kind of, it reminds me when uh, it's the old line where you know the the Doctor McCoy on Star Trek says to Spock, "You know, Spock, I'm getting sick and tired of your logic." To which Spock responds, "That is a highly illogical position." You know, like <laughs> you know, and they're they're saying to us. You're racist. You're, you know, and and all. What what are you gonna do? Because again, the game isn't rigged, and and it's hard. You can't blend their view with yours. It's utterly false. It's like Wesley said: any religion that abandons um, reason is necessarily a false religion. Hmm. There, you can't you can't do anything while claiming that. It's it's silly, and that's why I say they're really just children. This this in some ways this um, this needs. This needs conversion, spiritual conversion, and moral transformation more than it needs quote education. There They're not even in a position in theology or just has a voice, pastoral voice that is speaking out against this. That really has a has a strong voice that you guys have heard. I mean, I yeah, know I, you, I know you the guys. That, the guys that, sent me that. Video yeah, the founders, the guys at founders. Um, you know, James White is doing stuff. What was that video you sent me? Vody Buck. Um, Gnostic, uh, Gnostic, eth- was, ethnic Gnosticism. That was voting. Voting. Now Bacham. these are Christian guys. They're largely speaking within the church. They're not talking to the outsiders. They're not engaging. Like they're not. So because the language barrier would be if you went out to a rally because you well, know they can't speak to anything but in the church. Well, they could, but I'm, what I'm saying is. Uh, they're, the speech is the, the way they're talking now assumes things that frankly this crowd this crowd is so devoid I think of um, basic things we take for granted common broad base of knowledge yeah. they got no history they got they don't know anything uh, from what I can tell so that and so they're that hostile to when learning the professor it. starts talking to them and the thing he all they hear is blah 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 like they can't even they need a translator because they can't even speak the language. Um, because they're they're not even. I think a lot of times we've 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 rushed them through school, and now they're they're dining out on their privilege. Uh, they have privilege. If you go to a private liberal arts school, guess what? You're kind of privileged. And they all got a nice cell phone. They probably got nice cars in that parking lot. But because some of them are women, because some of them are gay, because some of them have darker skin, what the culture has done is taken an already privileged, narcissistic way of thinking that's just common. And now they've taken any of them that happen to have differences and said, here you go, free pass, justification to just run around being an absolute child your whole life. And you get a pass because if anyone questions you on it, all you got to say is, I'm being persecuted. I'm being marginalized. Maybe just a few elections away. I'm talking about, you know, presidential Congress election. I mean, just a couple of things have to happen. And this thing just goes full on and you see it in the political sphere i mean we don't really even need to mention those um names but i mean you if anybody's at all remotely aware of what's going on politically in the country you can see this play out uh and the thing is the danger is is that this kind of stuff 
you know, when it's just in the abstract, it's one thing. But when it becomes policy, that's another. And and you see even like in Canada, like 10, what is it, 10 10 years ago? On the First Amendment or... Well, yeah, think about like 10 years. Was it 10 years ago that Jordan Peterson... um, Jordan Peterson would be a voice that is speaking. Well, right? he's, I mean, he's not, a he's not in he's the not church, a... though. But but no, he this claims is to an be example. a Christian, of course. This is he uses an example. Some language. Yeah. Um, anyway, he uses. Or I'm using him as an example because he refused the whole thing with pronouns and all of that. That yeah. was about ten years ago, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah. Maybe in yeah, the last an, decade. He's an academic as well. That's he's he an academic. Uh, but the thing is, this is he's fighting against it. In terms of policy, this sort of stuff is codified, and that's what you know we're talking about here. That this could be codified um, <clears throat> in in um, in our country, uh, and we see again. We can see it play out. In um, we saw it play out at Evergreen, and then um, we're seeing it other other institute. I mean, respected institutions are falling prey to it. What are, what are, well, what are your ideas on? I know you probably had a lot more to talk about well, as well. Yeah, I was just going to talk I, I about... I wanted to ask a lot of questions, and so I got a lot of answers. That's really well, the good. Well, the thing I is, think what we wanted to talk about, though, too, is like about reason. I mean, at the end of the day, um, that's the thing. Um, in, in Christians, we have a full deck here. The deck is stacked in our favor on this, even above... The modernists, because they want to bandy about reason, but they truly can't even account for it. Well, you do you know what I like saying? to do, Carrie? You know what I like to do? I'd like to say the next podcast, and we can cut this out if you guys say no, <laughs> but the next podcast dedicated to something about kind of the history of epistemology and how we've been through this and where we're at now. Carrie hates that. those subjects. She despises <laughs> that topic. It, it, it's very helpful, I think. I mean, that's one I can engage in a little bit more as well, because once you see what has happened well, that's, throughout history, that's definitely what we need to do. And well, see, that's what I was going to say. That's a, that's actually what I sent him uh, a potential blog post, but it ended up looking like a term paper. So I'm like, okay, no. I I'm gave it an A minus. He did. <laughs> that that means a lot. But you get no credit because you're not enrolled. That's but right. We should say to the people listening though, when you say that, I think I think it's a great idea. But just to, so they know, don't hear quote the term history of history and think oh boring right you got to take our words for it this is important and you'll be you'll be glad it's good stuff it is good stuff but but what i was going to say and we have maybe five minutes left so i won't i'll maybe take up a minute of that um that we as christians have you know we have the monopoly on it really because we can account for the history of reason and the source of reason and the modernists can't because they're hostile and uh, so, yeah, we can cover that in the next few, a, a new series on that, History of Epistemology. Sounds good. Theology 